0: Sometimes people deserve to have their faith rewarded. Bruce Wayne, in the Dark Knight. Welcome to Light in the Darkness, a podcast for seekers, skeptics believers. In other words, pretty much everybody. I'm Paul, and today we're going to do something a little bit different as we're going into the weekend. I want to talk about five Christian films that you absolutely should see. Now, if you didn't immediately click away when I said that last sentence, I appreciate it. I knew when I decided on the topic, it was one that many will simply pass over, biblical pun intended because the phrase great Christian film has become about as much of an oxymoron as good Christian rock music. There just doesn't seem to be such a thing. I think, at least in part, the problem lies in the tribalization that we've experienced over the past two or three decades. In the 1950s and 60s, for example, Hollywood saw the biblical epic as a guaranteed hit, in no small part because films like The Ten Commandments, Ben-Hur and The Greatest Story Ever Told were excellent movies that just happened to be based on stories from the Bible, which was and remains a treasure trove of great storytelling. It also doesn't have to be an obvious sword and sandal set in Jerusalem film to tell a spiritual story either. There have always been films with biblical themes just below the surface story for the observant viewer to see, from A Man for All Seasons to Brideshead Revisited, The Lord of the Rings is another excellent example. Tolkien incorporated many Christian themes in his masterpiece. The great thing about the film is that if you totally miss the Christian references, it doesn't matter. It's superb regardless. But for the overtly religious films of today, subtleties in short supply. Today's Christian films are, for the most part, little more than two hour ham-fisted sermons made under the assumption that Christians, and in particular that mysterious subculture known as evangelicals, will fork over their hard-earned cash for any movie that has the word Jesus in it in a non-blasphemous context. How else can you explain the poorly written book Left Behind being made not into one, but two film adaptations? And which was worse, the original Kirk Cameron version, or the more recent Nicholas I Never Met a Role I Wouldn't Play, Cage Abomination? And don't get me started on the God Is Not Dead franchise, which I think is currently up to number 27, God Is Not Dead But I Personally Don't Feel So Well. As Christians, we should be able to make better films. There are, thankfully, some notable exceptions to the direct that always seems to star Kevin Sorbo or Corbin Bernson, so far removed from Hercules and Psyche respectively is to be unrecognizable. The following five films, tell a timeless story in an entertaining way and can be enjoyed by viewers of any faith or no faith. Number one, The Miracle Maker from 2000. Telling the story of the life of Jesus using a combination of stop motion and animation could easily have fallen into the old Sunday morning Davy and Goliath kids show category. Instead, this British Russian collaboration delivers one of the best and also one of my favorite depictions of the greatest story ever told. One of its greatest strengths is in the simple fact that they used animation. It's easier to get drawn into the story when you're not distracted by thinking that Jim Caviezel or Max von Sydow probably looked nothing like Jesus really did. The film also gathered a serious cast for the voice work. Ralph Fiennes as Jesus, Ian Holm as Pontius Pilate, William Hurt as Jairus, Julie Christie as Rachel, and many more. If you see only one film on this list, make it the miracle maker. Number two, Risen from 2016. Another film featuring one of the Fines brothers, this time Joseph. He plays Clavius, a fictional Roman centurion present at the crucifixion of Jesus, who is later tasked by Pontius Pilate to find Christ's supposedly stolen body following the resurrection. It's an interesting approach to the Easter story showing it from the Roman point of view and presenting it almost as a detective mystery. It also gives a new way of looking at a story that sometimes loses some of its wonder through overfamiliarity. Number three, Under the Roman Sky, from 2010. Ostensibly a biography of Pope Pius XII during the final years of World War II, this film goes well beyond that narrow focus, showing the struggle of Rome's Jewish population under the Nazi occupation of the city. It also addresses the slanderous myth that Pius XII was actually Hitler's Pope, something that is so completely wrong, I don't even want to get into it. The cast is mainly Italian and thus will not be familiar to most American viewers. The one notable exception is James Cromwell in the role of Pius XII, an inspired bit of casting in my opinion, given their physical similarities. Number four, Paul, Apostle of Christ, 2018. I admit that i went into this one wanting to like it given that the apostle and i share a first name and i wasn't disappointed it's a bit surprising given that saint paul wrote half the books in the new testament that there have not been more film biographies of him made this is one of the few set mainly during his final years in rome jim Caviezel jumps from playing jesus in the passion of the christ to playing saint luke in this film but it's english actor james faulkner who stands out with his portrayal portrayal of paul no mere stained glass icon his apostle is decidedly human with strengths and weaknesses regrets and hopes and throughout an unwavering determination to spread the gospel of the one he met on the road to damascus number five carol a man who became pope from 2005. this is the first of a two film series about the life of the man who became pope john paul ii the second part is carol the Pope, the man, and is also excellent, but I recommend the first part for a simple reason. The life of John Paul II has been widely documented, but his life as Carol Wojtyla, prior to his election as Pope in 1978, is not nearly as well known, and is in many ways even more compelling. Carol, a man who became Pope, opens with the Nazi invasion of Poland in 1939, when Karol was a 19-year-old college student and documents his life through both the Nazi and communist occupations, culminating with his election as Pope. Polish actor, Peter Adamczyk, I think I pronounced his name right, so inhabits his portrayal of Karol Wojtyla down to an uncanny physical resemblance that sometimes when I think of John Paul II now, it's Adamczyk's face that I see in my mind. Now, there are several other films in this genre that receive high marks both critically and from audiences, but they're still on my to-watch list and couldn't be included here. If you want to check them out, they include The Way from 2010, Of Gods and Men, also from 2010, and The Mission from 1986. Two of these have major stars as well. The Way stars Martin Sheen and Emilio Estevez, and The Mission stars Robert De Niro, Jeremy Irons, and Liam Neeson. So that's our episode for today. I hope you'll check out one or all of these films and I hope you have a great weekend. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and that you're finding this podcast both enlightening and entertaining. I also hope that you would consider supporting us by clicking on the support this podcast link for as little as 99 cents a month. You can help keep episodes like this coming and also help us get to the point where we're completely ad free. Thanks again.